Shakes Pals. Happy Thursday. I am so excited for today's episode. I've got Chewie Okoye on to talk about which play would have the best opportunity for fight choreography. It is. Uh, it was just a great chance to catch up with Chewie. He's doing some really amazing things. So I hope you all enjoy it. Um, I also hope you are enjoying the Olympics and last week's episode with Michael Buckley. It was such a trip. It was so much fun. And now every time I watch an event at the Olympics, all I can think of is which Shakespeare characters would be good at it so it has totally reframed my olympic viewing mindset which i love there are some exciting things happening on the internet if you are not yet following serious business network on instagram and twitter that's at srsbiz underscore network we've got some giveaways happening when you're here if you're hearing this the day it comes out, you've got a couple more days to enter into our D&D giveaway. So we've got a dice set, an Adventure Incorporated sticker, a really cool coaster dice tray combo, and a campaign journal. Next week, Monday the 9th, starts our Shakespeare prize pack giveaway. So hopefully you are excited about that. We've got some really cool stuff coming at you so or again it's srsbiz underscore network and i will link that in the show notes as well so make sure that you are checking that out make sure that you are entering to win some free stuff and remember to check out our patreon at patreon.com slash p2m pod for not free stuff but arguably just as exciting um thank you all for listening thank you for being here and if you like what you hear please remember to rate review subscribe and share welcome to protest too much a shakespeare showdown podcast where a guest and i go head to head each week and you get to decide who wins Okay, so today we are talking about the play with the best opportunity for fight choreography. And with me, I am so excited to have actor and stunt choreographer Chewie Okoye. Chewie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited that you're here. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about how amazing you are? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say like I'm super amazing, but like uh, I'm trying to be. Uh, I'm on my way, baby steps. <laughs> But um, right. yeah, I'm an actor. Um, I act both in the UK and the United States. And um, I do a lot of stunt choreography as well as uh, spacked work or uh, stunt work, depending on whatever film uh, would have me, so to say. <laughs> and where can people find all of the stuff that you're doing? Um, you can find it on Netflix. You can find it online, just depending on wherever... Uh, the production is you can release. find me in movies yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> that's pretty cool that's a pretty cool thing to be able to say you can find me on netflix <laughs> all right so today we are talking um we're talking about fight choreography which is something that you have obviously a lot of experience in um what's your favorite thing about getting to do stunts or getting to do fight work in film stage all of it um honestly it's being able to plan out a routine of or choreography that you think might not work but when you actually get to doing it out and like you realize you have a lot more room 
that you can actually do things with. So you can actually expand on some of the choreography. That's just like, I don't know. I, I feel like that's one of the best feelings for me because then you could just keep going and see where it leads. Usually. Is there a lot of improv in fight choreography? Is there like a lot of room for kind of trying stuff like that? Um, in improv, no, because um, <laughs> <laughs> usually if you want to throw in something, it's... Uh, it's either by mistake and that that's where accidents and injuries actually happen. Yeah. But like over the course of like, you know, you choreograph, uh, choreographing things and like you see, you have more room. It's fun to add in, you know, a twist here, another, uh, vignette there right before, like, I don't know, you jump off something or, uh, you move on to the next guy to fight. That's awesome. Um, and so when you're looking for when you're looking at either the movie, the show, the play, whatever it is, what are some things that get you excited about choreographing for that piece? So what are the things that you're kind of looking for in a play? We'll use play since that's what we're doing here. All right. Um, what are the things that get you jazzed about it? Um, in a play that really gets me excited for the choreography is seeing how many people I can get involved at the same time. Because I feel like yeah, having a one-on-one -on -one duel is really intense and really in focus. And usually there's a lot of development behind the characters who are involved in that fight. But being able to add in other elements or other characters that don't actually get the chance to have that background developed and have it developed in the fight is some of the things that I actually look for. Oh, that's cool. So like some of those, normally they'd be considered minor characters, but because they get the opportunity to fight, they're kind of brought into the front a, a bit more. Yeah, sort of say. like That's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm asking all of these questions because I know absolutely nothing about uh, fight choreography. So when you give me my play, I need to have food for the argument. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, what Shakespeare play do you think uh, has the best room for fight choreography? Um. I would have to say it's I, I, I would have to say it's Romeo and Juliet just because there's so much so many different ways that's been told where you can add that in and like you can have all the different you know uh, people from the uh, households involved in those fights you know it, it starts off with just you know Tybalt trying to challenge Romeo and Romeo's like, Oh, I don't, I don't need to fight you. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're now family guys. Like, come on, let's, let's relax. And then like, um, Mercutio kind of steps up to kind of defend him. And that kind of yeah. dynamic is like involving more characters, especially Mercutio, because, uh, even before that, he doesn't really have a lot of time, uh, to kind of develop that character. So being able to have him come up and show, the kind of fighter he is it just it kind of puts like it, it kind of sets the bar for the kind of fighter that romeo might be and the kind of people he keeps in his company so like the more people who are shown as capable fighters in his company that makes romeo look like an even better fighter because he's obviously the lead everyone knows he's going to be able to fight but it romeo and juliet's one of those weird ones where like we never actually see romeo fight tybalt at full capacity because like when Romeo wants to fight Tybalt, Romeo is, I mean, Tybalt is already kind of like scared, like, oh man, I just killed somebody. I don't really want to do this. And vice versa, when Tybalt wants to fight Romeo, Romeo's like, hey, we're family, we don't need to fight. So it's like, you kind of get, you kind of lose that, that kind of fight when they're both fighting at their best. 
And so it's just like a lost fight that you can actually show different capabilities with the fights beforehand. That is fascinating because I think I've always seen, I've never seen Romeo like in my imagination as like a fighter. Um, but everything you just said is so right because if he is part of this group, like there has got to be, if, for Mercutio to have any interest in him, uh, like as a friend and as a, a, you know, being on that side of the Montagues, like, yeah, Romeo's gonna be able to step up. And the dynamic of neither Romeo nor Tybalt fighting at their best for, I, that's such a cool, oh, that's so cool. I've legit never thought of that scene that way. And like in that context, yeah, it's just a, so fun. one of those weird things that you you never really get to see. But it, it doesn't really take away from the story if you look at it that way. So it's just like yeah. one of those things you can always tweak. Yeah, I love that. Um, I love the idea of seeing the characters differently through the lens of like fight choreography, too, um, because it totally changes a dynamic of the way the actor can play the role. And like, that's that's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, Chewie, what do I think is the Shakespeare play with the best fight potential? I'd pin you as Macbeth. Yeah, I do love Macbeth. And I think the reasons that I love Macbeth are going to go against everything that you said at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> because it's a lot of really fast-paced one-on-one fights. Um, and it kind of flips. I think Romeo and Juliet are actually kind of opposite they're like mirrored plays because the amount of fighting um that happens at the end of Macbeth is kind of mirrored by the fact that Romeo and Juliet is very like start heavy yep um but you've got in act five of Macbeth you basically have you know like 18 scenes or however many scenes are in the last uh last act of that play it's like a million uh and it's just fight after fight after fight after fight and Contrary to the way that you're talking about Romeo, I think Macbeth is, um, he's not, even though he's very confident because he's got the witch's prophecies that he's going to win all of these battles and he's like, I don't even need to try to fight you. I feel like he does. I feel like his ego doesn't let him like pull back, even when he's fighting like a literal child. <laughs> uh, young Seward comes up and he's like, listen you're going to lose here and I guess that's fine with me and just doesn't um, hold back at all. And there's something about that like unbridled uh, just attitude and cockiness that I think could be really fun uh, to choreograph. And then, of course, with Macduff just being uh, nothing left to live for. So yeah. what does it matter if he dies fighting? And is that like... Obviously, you've talked about it with Romeo and Juliet, but like the emotional state of the character at the time of the fight, like I imagine that has a lot to do with the way that you can, the moves you can have them do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it, in this point for, my, well, my opinion with Macbeth is I think it works better as a film, ironically, just yeah. because you can, you yeah, with with a high enough budget, you can do a lot more. But like, mm -hmm. and in terms of a play, depending on what the, uh, the director is willing to show. Um, I think a lot of people see Macbeth as someone struggling with grief, and that's that's really hard to get the audience to relate to, um, unless you know they they're experiencing grief uh, on his level. And on top of that, 
the way he's reacting to grief is, you know, he's going off and killing all these people because he can care less. Like he, he's been immortalized by this witch's prophecy and uh, there's no way he can die. So he's just like, okay, well, there's no one who's been born. Uh, there's no one who's not been born of a woman. So it's just like, you know, why bother? Like I can care less, but at the same time I'm suffering. So I'm just going to do whatever I want to do to you. And yeah, it, it's hard to show the audience that place. So I, I would say I would tone back as much choreography in Macbeth as possible just to allow the actors to act. But it also depends on yeah. the actors. If they want to, you know, go for it, then <laughs> have at it. Like we could definitely choreo uh, choreograph something for that. That's really cool. Um, just the idea of like how how to choreograph fight moves and also still have the audience relate to that as some is that like do you prefer film i guess is my question um, do you for film to play i do prefer film um but when it comes to choreography um you have a lot more leeway in place because in film everything has to be spot on it has to be perfect you have to do every beat and if you mess up well guess what you're just gonna have to do that over again until we get the right take um, sure. <laughs> whereas like in play, you're living in the moment, you know, if something goes wrong, um, you have to, you know, improvise to make it work or play around that. So I think with that, there are some mistakes, but you can always, you know, find the magic, so to say, to kind of make make it bounce back. Sure. And do you feel like in plays, you're able to feed off the audience a little bit more to kind of hype up that? Or is that something that you totally block out? Um, it depends on the play. Um, there's a lot of uh, chances uh, for the actors who are in a competition. They can actually use the audience's reaction as part of the onlookers of said fight. And they can, sure. you know, try and amp up the crowd like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's just it's it's dependent on the play. Um, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then, so I guess kind of going back to Romeo and Juliet, you've got that whole first battle where you basically can have as many people as you have in your cast on stage fighting. Um, how do you keep that? So that's something, um, if I were leaning towards Macbeth, which I am because that's the, my side of it, <laughs> um, I would think that having those one-on-one -on -one bits and kind of that rotating so it still keeps its high action, it's still exciting, um, it's still like battle after battle after battle, um, but you've got kind of at least one fighter who remains the same, so you've got stylistically one person who's consistent through it. How do you keep, if you've got, you know, 12 people on stage or 16 people on stage, however many people you've got, how do you work with space and variety of like weapons and how do you keep it like from everyone doing the same thing? Like what's some of the variation tools that you use to um, keep it uh, varied, I guess. Okay. Um, I would say uh, depending on the, the setting, if like it allows for the different types of weapons to be used, definitely all for it, go for it. Uh, if uh, the actors are capable of, 
doing that style. If not, you can always teach them and stuff like that. Um, as far as like keeping it fresh, so like having all the individual side characters um, or not as developed characters stand out, um, having a nice vignette that really showcases something that maybe this character could be good at, maybe a win here or a loss there to kind of show, oh, both sides didn't, you know, come out unscathed or this that, and the other thing. And then you can have uh, the main character come in and or or the lead who's consistent and they can be absolutely flawless in this fight. And then uh, come later uh, when there's a different fight with that same consistent character, they could struggle a little bit more to kind of show, oh, wow, this this new fight is a little bit of a struggle because, you know, he's fighting someone who's a little bit more capable. And so being That's able to show those cool. versatilities is really nice. Yeah. And I hadn't thought of that either. Like in Macbeth, Macbeth wins every fight except the last one. Yep. Um, and in a play like Romeo and Juliet, you can have a little bit more balance between different sides and different winners. Yep. That's so cool, <laughs> Chewy. This is so fun. Um, I I love that. I I've never really because like I've directed, um, but I've always had a fight choreographer who does those things rather than me having to think about them because clearly I don't know much about it. You're doing the um, hard stuff. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> my last question, um, because this is something that I, when I direct, I think of, I feel like a lot of times I, like you said about Macbeth, I think about plays more cinematically um, because I dream that I have million dollar budgets and Who pretend doesn't? like it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would be the absolute dream. <laughs> right. Um, but I usually think of, like, I'll track scenes with music. So music is super important to me when I direct. Um, and is it super important to you, like, when you fight, do you try to choreograph to that music if it's a play? Or is that something that's, like, too, kind of too specific, too difficult to put it all together? Um, I wouldn't say it's too difficult. It's not something that I would do. But it would be fun to kind of play around with, you know, like sure. start off with like a certain tone and then like the tempo increases to kind of like show the flow of battle. Is that kind of like what you're getting at yeah. there? Okay. Yeah, kind of just like to give the audience, because for me, I think a lot of times with Shakespeare, I'm like, I need to give the audience as much of a um, signpost of how to feel right now with the music, just in case they're missing anything with, you know, the lines or the words themselves. Um, so I usually try to use music for like an emotional cue just to make sure, just to make sure we're all good. We're all <laughs> on the same page. Um, and I feel like with uh, fighting, it could only like increase that kind of tension and audience feeling. I mean, definitely. I mean, if you um, if you look at the duel between uh, Hamlet and uh, Laertes, um, that one is a good one. Um, depending on how you want to play it, if you want to play it exactly how Shakespeare wrote it, or if you want to twist something to like maybe have Hamlet disarm Laertes and use Laertes' weapon against him and have Laertes be poisoned um, at the start of the fight. So now Laertes is fighting a dead man's fight. And so oh. as he's starting to get more and more reckless, he's just going all out and you can have the music amping up, amping up. And then by the time hamlet gets his own uh injury from the poison blade and you have the music just climaxing at that point i got like chills <laughs> what are you talking about 
Chewy, that's so cool. Um, audience, we're going to leave it to you. What's your favorite? What's the best fight you've ever seen in a Shakespeare play? Um, what play do you think has the best opportunity for fighting? Is it kind of balls to the wall, brawls of Romeo and Juliet? Is it that succession of one-on-one -on -one in Macbeth? What is it? Let us know at P2M Pod on Twitter or Facebook. Chewy, let everyone know again where they can find everything you do and all your rad stuff. Um, you can look me up on IMDb or you can follow me on Instagram at Chewy Okoye. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you all next week. Catch you later. Serious business.